Thank you, choir. That's old gospel song. Uh, reminds me of all my old days. Let us hear the word, Romans 12, 1 to 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Thanks be to, thanks be to God. What is that? This is word of the Lord. Yes. <laughs> I always get confused with that. Okay, today I'm going to talk about the lifestyle. Lifestyle of seeking God's will. I think that's a lifestyle. You know, knowing God's will is not really specifically uh, what do I eat today or what do I wear. And, uh, you know, it's not like that. It is a, a lifestyle. Uh, about continuously, every day, every moment, uh, your lifestyle is seeking God's will. That's what Christian's uh, lifestyle is all about. Christian lifestyle is not just what to do, what not to do, not only that, but as a general, Christian lifestyle is about uh, how, what is the will of God uh, for me? So daily, you're searching uh, for the will of God. To me, the, the most beautiful image of a human being, any human being, is the image of a person uh, praying to God, uh, struggling to search uh, for the will of God. And then I found uh, this uh, image there. Um, you know, a person uh, praying to God, uh, asking God to show me, reveal to me, uh, the will of God. And in that sense, uh, the image of Jesus' prayer in Gethsemane, to me, is the most beautiful image of any human being. Jesus was praying and struggling hard to ultimately search for the will of God, not his own will. That is the most beautiful uh, image that uh, I can think of. Uh, but it's not just Jesus' prayer in Gethsemane. Uh, what is beautiful about Jesus is that he's in, throughout his life, all he did was really search for, for the will of God. You know, what impressed me about Jesus is not that uh, he was so wise and uh, he was smart and he was powerful. He did a lot of miracles and ultimately he sacrificed and he suffered and he died. You know, it's not really uh, that. Uh, what really impress, uh, impresses me about Jesus' life, Jesus, is that all his life he was searching for the will of God. And that is the most beautiful thing that uh, beautiful lifestyle I can think of you know in the modern day uh, many of us um, this uh, searching for the will of God is a foreign concept we don't do that anymore uh, and also if sometimes it is uncomfortable concept uh, because many people did horrible things in the name of the will of God even now uh, there are people uh, who are doing horrible things, saying that, oh, this is the will of God. God told me to do this. 
And so that's why the, uh, the name will of God uh, got the bad, bad name. So we don't we even search for the will of God. Will of God? Who knows? We don't know will of God. So it's hard uh, to really uh, talk about the will of God in that way. And so many of us gave up uh, living out the will of God. We gave up searching for the will of God. I'll do my best with my life, with my morality, with my best efforts. I'll work hard. I'll take care of my family. I'll do good, try to do good things as much as possible. But will of God, I'm not sure. I don't know. First of all, it's hard to find out what's the will of God. And then I just don't know how to go about doing this. So a lot of us just gave up the will of God. But, you know, Christian life, the will of God is the ultimate purpose and ultimate goal of human life. Ultimately, uh, if it's not the will of God, what kind of life is that? We believers, we do be- believe that God exists. And God, if God exists, God has something to do with this world. And God has some, something to do with me. And then God must have some, some kind of will for this world or for me. And so if we don't really seek for the will of God, what, what is that life? What is that Christian life? Uh, all of us, we wonder. So will of God is uh, the most important ultimate goal of life, but modern, in modern days, people don't care about the will of God. Very sad in a way. Very sad. Uh, as I was preparing this message, and then I was even asking myself, will people care about the will of God? That constantly kept coming to me. Will, will people care about the will of God? Then what do I say to them? So this uh, in modern uh, society, modern world, the will of God has become a very foreign uh, concept. In today's scripture passage, St. Paul said, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Here the word so that. So that means ultimately. You do all these things so that ultimately you may be able to find the will of God. And then that was like that. Uh, that was Paul's life like that. Uh, that was like Paul's life. Ultimately, he was searching for the will of God. Uh, he didn't just live a good life. He was searching for the will of God. His life was not to actualize his potential to the maximum it was not to become a good example to other people. Paul's ultimate goal of life was to understand the will of God and live accordingly. And that should be what we need to seek every day, the will of God, because that matters. There are things that matter in life and there are things that do not matter that much. Uh, and the will of God is one of uh, those things that matter a lot. And everything is a means by which you find the will of God. So we, in, in life, we have to understand the difference between the goal and means by which you achieve the goal. If you get confused with goals and means, your life uh, becomes ruined. Means becomes goal, then your life becomes ruined. We make money, that's a means by which ultimately we may find and search for the will of God. So that is the goal. So there are means by which we achieve the uh, goal. So making money itself cannot be the goal. Becoming a great person cannot be the goal. 
or you know, just taking care of family cannot just be the goal. Those are means by which ultimately we search for the will of God. And that is goal of our life. You know, when God first came to Moses, Moses, you go. And my people are suffering in Egypt. Go and uh, free them. And then Moses said, Lord, God, I can't do it. I'm very, very comfortable here. You know, I have wife and a family. And then, oh, this life is really, really good. And I'm 80 years old. You know, I just want to stay here. Let me finish my life peacefully. And also, I cannot even speak well. I'm not eloquent. Can you send somebody else? I think they will fit better. They will do the better job than me. And But ultimately, at the end, Moses found the will of God. And he went. And I thank God that Moses understood the will of God. Without Moses, God's history would not have continued. And we thank God. Uh, we thank Moses for taking the will of God seriously. Jesus could have lived comfortably as a nice guy. If he, didn't, he, if he didn't really care about God's will. But if he didn't care about God's will, there's no cross, my friend. If he did not take God's will sincerely and then live out the will of God, we don't, we don't have cross, we don't have salvation. We thank Jesus and all others who lived a life of searching for the will of God. You know, in human history, there are great people. Great people who were looking for the will of God and lived out the will of God, and they made a dent in the universe. They made a difference in the world. My high school friends, from when you're young, search for the will of God. And then I wish, I pray that from this church, we may produce those great people who make a difference in the world. When you find the will of God, I believe that we can do that. The will will of God, you cannot just find it just like that. You continuously search for the will of God and then slowly and slowly you become uh, formed in a certain way, and then you realize when you look back, oh, that was the will of God. It's not that, oh, this is the will of God, do this. But as you try to really uh, uh, put your life according to the will of God, then your life flows in a certain way, guided by the will of God. And then when you look back, you realize that, oh, that was the will of God. And you will do tremendous good to humanity. You will do tremendous good to all of people around you. What is the will of God? What is the will of God? Seek it. Jesus said, if you seek it, you'll find it. So what is the will of God? Seek it. Don't give up. 
and you will find it. Knock it. The door will be open to you. Each person has unique will of God. I don't know what is will of God for you. You have to find yourself. There is something that you need to do. I cannot tell you what is the will of God for you. You have to find your own will of God. Will of God is not something that you create. Oh, one day, oh, I like to do this. Uh, this must be the will of God. No, that's not how you find the will of God. You wait and wait and search and search and seek and seek and ultimately you understand. Ah, this is the will of God. So when I look at Jesus' life and when I look at Paul, wow, there's, they, have a, they have power of life. How do they know for sure about what they would need to do, what they want to do? That's amazing. Most people, I don't know. I just live. That's how most people, mediocre people live. But these great people, they know what is the will of God and they really have a conviction about their life. And that's, what, uh, that's what's great about you know, these great people. So search, seek, and you'll be able to find and understand the will of God in your life. But even though I cannot tell you what is will of God for you, uh, I, I can give you two uh, kind of helpful uh, attitude. And that's not something that I got. That is something that Paul uh, teaches us today in today's scripture passage. First thing is, do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world. That doesn't mean that, oh, this world is bad and there's evil. Don't have anything to do with this world. This world is bad. Get away from this world and live your own life. Or go, to, go up to the mountain and live your own life. That's not what he's saying. Do not be conformed to this world means that you don't get immersed in this world. Don't get immersed in this world. When you are immersed in, the, in this world, you lose spiritual sense. You're filled with this worldly thinking. You cannot have a spiritual sense. You become desensitized to God to spirituality, so you become, when you become desensitized, you cannot feel the spiritual guidance. And that's what happens to many, many of us. That's why uh, the will of God is a very foreign concept. So do not be immersed in this world. So sometimes you need to separate yourself and be your own person. Don't be influenced by your friends. Don't be influenced by uh, people of this world. Oh, uh, this is what is life supposed to be and this is uh, what life is like. Do, do not just listen to them blindly. Think for yourself. Is that really what God wants from you or not? Doesn't matter how many people around you do it. Hundreds of friends, you may, they may do it, but you ask yourself, is that really what God wants from me rather than blindly following them? So you need to be awake. You need to be awake and you have to know yourself, who you are 
and what you want, and you need to be awake. And then find your own way of living. That's the first thing. Do not be conformed to this world. Don't try to be popular. Being popular doesn't last too long. That's not your, that should not be your goal. Don't try to be popular. Find your own life. Find your own way. That is what it means not to be conformed to this world. It is about your mindset. Second thing, St. Paul said, be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Transformation. How do you be transformed? I think the best way is the scripture. Scripture study. That transforms us. Scripture study gives us critical thinking. We just uh, studied uh, uh, Wednesday Bible study, women's Bible study again. Uh, uh, We finished the second week. I already see the difference in the second week. First week I get get them together. Hmm. Not really. I mean, we haven't uh, done it for uh, a few months. And they're just... And then second week, they're getting focused again. We are so fragile. If you don't study the scripture, it's hard to get critical thinking. So I'm sorry, but uh, if you're just living a religious life, coming back and forth, just church and home, and there won't be much difference. You'll be just a church person. That's fine too. That's fine with me. But finding the will of God that way, it's going to be very, very difficult. You need to be transformed by the renewing of your minds. In other words, the critical thinking has to go on in your brain. Every moment, every single moment, your consciousness needs to be enriched by the word of God. So word of God is not just memorizing the scripture. It's the way you think, critical thinking. Because as you study scripture, you see how different that uh, teaching is from the teaching of that world when it was written. They all had critical thinking. And we need to understand that to be able to discern the will of God. So, will of God is not what popular people, most people follow, okay? Just because majority of the society follows a certain way, I don't believe that that is the will of God. The will of God is not determined by the multitude. Jesus was a lonely voice. Paul was a lonely voice. That's why they were persecuted and ultimately they were killed. But that lonely voice is a beautiful voice. That life is a beautiful life, I believe. And I like to see that kind of real cool people. You need to be tough in your thinking, in your mind. Searching for the will of God, living out the will of God, that's the goal. That's the most beautiful thing you can do for yourself, for your family, for the church, for the world, and for God. Let us sing together.
empty, but I know your love does not run dry. So I'll wait for you. So I'll wait for you. I'm falling on my Offering all of me, Jesus, you're all this heart is living for. And broken, I run to you for your. Restores my life, so I wait for you. So I wait for you. I'm falling on my knees, offering all of me, and Jesus, you're Let us have a moment of silence and meditation and thinking. Have you lived blindly or mindlessly? Something in this world, did that take that mindfulness away from us and made us spiritually paralyzed and emotionally paralyzed? And we just become mindless and blind. Let us pray. Lord, give me, the, give me the sense of living. Give me the sense of searching. Our ancestor, they searched for the truth. They searched for justice. They searched for life. In the modern world, people have become paralyzed somehow. And we don't search anymore. We don't seek anymore. We just live and live and live mindlessly and blindly. Let us pray so that God may empower us and restore that searching spirit within us.
sing just first verse uh, once more then we'll do the, the communion hungry I come to you for I know you satisfy I am empty but I know your love does not run dry so I wait for you so I wait for you I'm falling on my knees offering all of me Jesus you're all this heart I just love you 